Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Welcome to this week's episode of Talking Freelance. I have a special guest for you. So we're going to do it a little bit differently. Um, We're going to flip it. So last week we talked about adding Upwork as a second avenue of income after you heard Janet's story. Um, And if you haven't listened to that, you'll definitely want to listen to that. And then this one will make a lot more sense because you're going to be like, why is Leah always talking about Upwork? And now she's going to talk about something different. So I brought my friend Brittany on today and she's going to, she's a owner and strategist of Creative Dynamics. And so I will let you introduce yourself and we'll get right into this episode because we have some fun nuggets for everyone. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Leah. Thanks for having me. Uh, So everyone, my name is Brittany Ashley, and I'm the owner-founder of Creative Dynamic Virtual Services, which is a virtual assistant online business management team. I'm also a certified uh, business coach and imposter syndrome coach. Awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So in this world, um, it's super noisy on trying to figure out where people Mm want to go, if they want to be a virtual assistant, if they want to work in an office. And I feel like it's just going to become noisier. And so what I keep hearing is that there's not a lot of jobs available or there's so many people who are applying for jobs. And so I wanted to bring Brittany on to just talk about some other options. Like you don't have to be just Upwork specific. And for me, that has been something that I have been is Upwork specific for many years now, but I still have other ways that I'm getting money. Like I have secondary businesses, other income generators. So um, what Brittany's going to talk about today is where you can be kind of t- applying for jobs in two different ways. So I'll let you just kind of take the floor and we'll go from there. Upwork is great. I think um, when I first started kind of navigating the VA online business world, that's kind of where I initially went first. And um, I think I, I really personally, I didn't know how to navigate it. And so really how Creative Dynamics was started was to help moms work from home. And I knew that I love to do the sales. I knew I love to network. And so that's kind of a little bit how Creative Dynamics really was started was to um, help moms to come to me instead of doing their own sales, their own strategy. So that's kind of, there's so many other businesses out there like me that will give you the opportunity to come in as a virtual assistant or an online business manager to work with them either as on the team or they might just give you um, particular projects as they see fit. So there's different levels I've seen across the the playing field. There's also like, there's Abby Ashley that um, a lot might know that they just do job postings on their initial website to help VAs or OBMs out. Uh, so it really depends. So it really, at the end of the day, I always say, look at your, your values and where you want to be and make sure that they're in alignment to who you, uh, are striving to be as a VA or OBM. Awesome. And I think that the future of freelancing is going to shift because it's just going to keep getting noisier. And so where you are going to be able to help people is 
if they're applying, so I have one client right now who is applying for jobs on Upwork and she's just not getting anything. And it's super frustrating. Mm -hmm. I've been there. You know, I, it's just is what it is. Like you can keep applying consistently and you might just not get the results that you want. So that's where imposter syndrome jumps in. So I love that you're also an imposter syndrome coach. So let's talk more Mm -hmm. about those strategies and if you have some tips and tricks. Yeah. So imposter syndrome really is about, uh, I'll do the lame, I guess, um, definition of, (laughs) uh, is the psychological phenomenon of uh, feeling doubt, feeling like we're a fraud and overall not competent to execute, um, the job that we're trying to do overall, it's trying to reframe your mindset of that. You are competent. Try to understand why maybe you're not feeling competent when you're executing a particular um, action and really figure out how you can quiet that. Um, So there's five different types of imposter syndrome um, that you can see. There's the perfectionist. I definitely resonate with that a lot. Um, I always stroke to be like, everything had to be perfect. I can't maybe launch this website because one piece isn't done right. Like, it really starts to hold you back. There's the expert that's kind of a version of a perfectionist. Um, really need to be that expert. Um, the, the silos that has to do it all alone, the natural genius that needs to come natural to them, and the superhuman who has to do everything above. If you're a parent, um, I feel like I probably resonate with a lot of them <laughs> and also the superhuman. Um, so each one kind of... Um, has a different coin of like how you can overcome each area. But once you understand the five different types, who you are as a person, you can try to tap into different ways of quieting those imposter syndrome thoughts. Um, for me, because I am a perfectionist and I, and an expert, like I, how many courses I've taken alone to feel like I had to go in to jump into a job at like, can't say, enough. Like I have my degree, I have all these things, but I always feel like I have to be having these certifications. But I think it comes to the time where you have to start asking yourself, is this actually holding me back to becoming that I really, who I really want to be? And what are ways that I can kind of change my mind frame to really tap into my true potential? And that's why I became imposter syndrome because I felt like there's so many moms on my team and women on my team that felt like they're getting in their way of really tapping into the true potential. And I feel like everyone has the right to be doing what they love. Awesome. I love that. And so I feel like I know when I've had that imposter syndrome, it's caused me like some mindset. Like I felt like I've either need to like pivot and I haven't given mm-hmm. everything because I also feel like I need to be an expert. I need to be a perfectionist. Like if this isn't perfect, if I'm not getting these exact results that I think that I should be getting, then something's wrong, something's broken and I pivot and then I have to start building and ramping up that momentum in something else. And then I it just creates this like horrible cycle that I need to get off of. Exactly. And I think um, the more we talk about it and be more open about it and normalize it, it's going to help us shift as individuals, business owners, whoever, that it's okay not to be 100% all the time. We're human. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a stat that says that 84% of small business owners struggle with imposter syndrome. So 
pretty much the next person right next to you is probably struggling with imposter syndrome and you don't even know. So I want people to try to switch their mindset of even though that person on social media might look like they're, they have it all, they're probably struggling with a lot more that you, you can't see behind the scenes. Yeah, for sure. And I think that for me, when I finally identified that it was imposter syndrome and that I just needed to own my skill set and I knew that I was on the right path and I just needed to keep going, um, the next thing that started creeping in is when I started raising my rates. If I did too much of a jump in my hourly rate, then I would like put the brakes on and then I would be like stuck and I'd have to continue moving forward or I started questioning like a whole bunch of other mindset things. Exactly. I think pricing alone, you need to kind of think where you are, how much you want to price. But I do think if your level expertise is um, great, you need to quote yourself high. Like I do a lot of things in as a business owner, but I also deal with my own clients as well. So I do a lot more operation project management. And when you're not paying or charging the rate that you want, you're going to start feeling like, am I not good enough? Am I, uh, why am I doing all this work? I'm not happy. I've built this business or I want to be this person, but at the end of the day I'm working with and, and I'm not happy, even though you've built the business or want to be a VA or OBM to really love what you do. Absolutely. So here's where, um, here's where this is a pivotal moment for people who are just getting started on Upwork or people who are just making the decision that they want to go into this online business space is you need to know a few things. One, it's noisy and it's going to take a while for you to get where you want to go. But you can also in that growing spot, you can test things out. You can figure out where you want to be and use those jobs as experiences. And so what I'm here to tell you is you don't have to be a perfectionist or you don't have to be an expert to get out there and apply for those jobs. You know, as long as you're willing to do the work and what I've said to clients for years is like, I'm not going to pretend to know everything, but I will tell you that if I don't know something, I'm going to be completely honest. And as soon as I'm done with this call, then I'm going to go and do the research and get back to you with, you know, an educated response. Um, and it might not be the exact response that you want, but I'm going to do my due diligence to make sure that I get back to you and just own it instead of just, you know, pretending that I know everything when that's going to eat me, you know, alive later on. So hundred percent. And I think we need to like kind of keep that in a forefront. The more transparent you are and just own up when you're working with clients, they actually prefer that so much better. And let's be honest, maybe there's a client out there that doesn't like, they're like, Oh, you're too transparent. You know what? That's not your client. Then (laughs) you rather work with somebody who also builds you up. So it should be a collaboration. I really try to push this hard when I talk to potential clients. It should be a collaboration on both ends. It should just not be one person sustaining. Mm -hmm. For sure. And so like right now I'm going through this with one of my clients. Like I was hired to do one task and now they keep throwing like a bunch of other things at me. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. whoa, like this is not what I was hired to do. And I'm okay with that. Like I, I decided like, yes, I'm okay with the new tasks that they're giving me. But I also am now into the spot of I don't, I'm out of my comfort zone. Like I'm finding myself doing more research 
and I have to have a call with them and say, like, here's my level of expertise. Here's where I'm not confident, like, and just make sure that we're on the same page because I would never want it to go like right now they're singing my praises and I'm like doing everything that I need for them. But like I'm heading out of my comfort zone and I'm going into this learning path and I'm like, I don't want that to like, they're like, oh, Leah doesn't know what the heck she's talking about. You're right. I don't know what I'm talking about yet in that space. But if you're willing to grow with me and just like allow me to become an expert in that, it will be a lot healthier. So it's, it's figuring out like, and I think that is the pivotal moment for me when I understood that imposter syndrome, understood who I am that's when I can have those transparent conversations and just owning it and not feeling like it it's then it's getting in then it was getting into like my self-worth and all that other you know mindset stuff yeah I can agree more awesome um what else would you like to share with this audience typically people who are just getting started in their freelance journey making a decision if freelancing is right for them I think it comes down to if you're not 100% sure, do it on the side. So that's kind of really how I started. I thought I want, I, I always joke I was a hippie. Like after leaving the tech industry, I was like, what do I want to do with my life? I just knew it was very tech um, toxic and I didn't want to go back there. So I just was kind of like free falling into all these different avenues. And so what I ended up doing was kind of like the VA stuff, a little bit on the work to kind of get my feet wet. And then I also was an event planner. But then I soon realized that I love the online space so much more and I could work in front of a computer nonstop. Like I love, like I work in my dining room <laughs> in chaos with the kids running around that I thrive off of that. Not everybody can, like I, I had one of my sister-in-laws to come work with me and she's like, you know what? I tried, this is not for me. Like, I don't know how to break up my time days. Um, I need to have that personal connection I just feel alone. So I really think just to take, if you're not 100% sure if this is the place that you should go into, is have it kind of on the side. Um, ask friends and family if they know of anyone just so you can test it out and get mm -hmm. your feet wet. And once that's like you're feeling that momentum that you can do it, then start to add a little bit more and more to your plate. Um, I started on maternity leave, so I was able to kind of like flush through and see through the motions. I know a lot of people don't have that opportunity. So if you're at a nine to five, I would suggest trying to take on just a little bit to not overwhelm yourself. Because I find if you overwhelm yourself, then you, you're, you're going to feel too naturally that you're, it's not meant to be. So just try to really do time. I, I want to say time blocks, but because I have ADHD, time blocks don't work for me. So you just need to figure out what works in your day to kind of set down the motion of working in, um, a different level. I love that. Like there's so many, like there's so many side hustles out there. So let's mm -hmm. think about it like this. If you're working a nine to five job and you're not sure freelancing is right for you, dip your toes in just a little bit, take one project on just to see, you know, learn some new skills, see if that's what you want to do before you jump fully in. Um, I think that's a great point. So, mm -hmm. um, your website is, full of wonderful blogs and resources for freelancers. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of those blogs and we'll send, we'll put the, your website in the show notes so they can go check your business out. Yeah, sure. So I always try to, um, for writing blogs, 
I do all the blogs to a good point. <laughs> I try to mix it up on trying to think of what freelancers are looking for and um, business owners in different kind of landscapes. So I do a range of content. Um, if you're ever stuck and looking for new content, please just send me like a general message on my website and I like to add more to make sure it's robust. But overall, you can find um, kind of like how to use a CRM because when you're building your business, it's really important to build your foundation at the beginning. Um, and then it talks about different roles that you can be as a VA or OBM and so forth. So take a look. Um, if anyone thinks that there's more that I should add in there or looking for additional information, please send me an, a message. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for joining us today. Is there anything else that you want to mm -hmm. share with this audience? If you're ready to jump into it and you have your down days, just know that you're not the only one. Just keep going and yep. persistent and passion will really move you forward. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much for joining mm -hmm. me today. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much, Leah, for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.